listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. All right, welcome to another AfterBuzz TV Dexter After Show. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing it every week for your viewing enjoyment. <laughs> mm. I'm joined today by our amazing co-hosts. Anna Koppel and JJ Jurgen. And as usual, I'm Stephen Lemieux. Uh, Sean Overman is not joining us this evening, but he will be back next week at the same Dexter time, same Dexter place, and we look forward to that. But um, this episode, so we're starting out with uh, episode nine of season seven, mm-hmm. which is Helter Skelter. And the kind of uh, overlying theme of this episode that I kind of put together that they kind of throw at you blatantly is the comparisons between fear and love mm-hmm. and how it kind of affects Dexter and how other characters are akin to it and how their feelings towards it, especially Isaac, especially Deb, even Hannah and Dexter, it kind of pulls them all into how they deal with their fears around centered around love. Um, but we're going to break down the episode through the relationships between Dexter and Isaac, Dexter and Hannah, Dexter and Deb. Then we'll get into a little bit of the uh, LaGuardia Matthews uh, arc going on. And we'll talk about some Quinn and George because that's steaming up. I'm wondering what kind of stuff's going to come from that. And then we'll finish off with some of the Phantom Fire Batista, which is setting up for a new arc that's coming in. And give you a little teaser of things that we're going to be doing at After Buzz later this week. But uh, so Dexter and Isaac, what did you all think of the whole beginning and ending to, or the the beginning of the end of Isaac I love Isaac so I really like to see um, Isaac and Dex teaming up in this episode I, I'm really sad that it was the end of him I mean I, I think it's great the way they played it out but I just really fell in love with that character and really like to see their interaction in this episode especially yeah I really I really liked Isaac and I really thought that he um, he was a great a partner with Dexter in this mm-hmm. episode like you said he was also a great opponent for Dexter I'm sort of surprised. This season has been so good, but I'm surprised at how quickly they've been killing people off. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely thought Isaac was staying around at least till the end of the season. We had talked about maybe mm-hmm. he was going to be the one to kill Dexter, uh, and that's how next season was going to end. So I'm sort of shocked that that he was killed in this se- in this episode, uh, and a little sad because I just I loved their dynamic. Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. gonna. I'm sad that Ray Stevenson's not going to be on the show anymore because he was such a powerful presence on camera. Every time he was on camera, you were I mean, maybe he upstaged Dexter too much and they killed him. Because honestly, <laughs> I was staring at him the whole time he was on camera with Dexter. I was like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Because he was unpredictable. He was, he was sane, but he was had that level of insanity that like you come to love about a show like this. He, but, sorry, go ahead. 
No, I was going to go into it. So you go ahead and say what your thought yeah, was. Yeah, I think I also like like what you just started to say. Did he, I, I don't know that he showed him up, um, but I know what you're saying. And I, I think that's what I liked. I think he also took Dexter to a new level. Like I think we saw things. And I think he was the perfect guy to have him kind of questioning love. And like when he called him out on how he, you know, what he'd said to Hannah and didn't say to Hannah. Like um, it was just it, it was great. Like it was so I don't know. It was just it was believable it was, for his yeah. backstory. Well, I don't know that it's showing Dexter up, but he was another charismatic, handsome killer that yeah. we were relating to. Yes. And mm-hmm. I guess we can't have two of those <laughs> on the show. We can't have two lovable serial <laughs> yeah. killers. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't I haven't felt the interest into a character so much as since the Trinity Killer case. Right. Because, like, same thing with John Lithgow. When he's on camera, you're looking at him. Because yeah. you cannot tell what he's thinking. You don't know if he's about mm-hmm. to kill someone or if he's about to hug him. I mean, it's it was a it was a great. I'm sad to see him go, but we certainly have an episode to talk about with how it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first things first. Dexter goes home and hello, I'm Isaac. I'm at your apartment right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind would of you like a, some tea. <laughs> yeah, would you, would you like some tea? Well, he was going home for Hannah, and was it? Uh, do you think that it was uh, Isaac texting Dexter during? Deb's conversation with him. I thought that too. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Dexter receives a text while he's talking to Deb and answers it yeah. in front of Deb. That's kind of a Dexter Deb thing. But then he goes home to try to find Hannah there, meet me after work at your place, and Isaac's there. And he's basically lays it on the line like, if I wanted you dead, I would have already tried to shoot you right now. I need your help. I have two guys after me. Well, hold on. De- Isaac showed up before that. He kind of showed up at his front mm-hmm. door, and Dexter was on his way to work. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I totally. Yeah. So, and then they had that conversation, and then when Hannah said, meet me at your place, that may or may not have been Isaac. Uh, but I never did, I never saw Isaac leave, and maybe I just missed that, but from the morning, I never saw Isaac leave. And so when Hannah sent that text, I was like, well, is Isaac still there? Like, So yeah. I was a little bit confused about that. Um, so I wasn't that surprised that Isaac was there making tea. I was just like, oh, I guess he never left. I, I, w- I was mixing it up. Like, were you surprised when he when Dexter opens the door in the beginning and sees Isaac at the front door? Absolutely. That's yeah. what I was trying. I was mixing up my notes. I'm sorry about that. An- Anna catches me off guard. Uh, yeah, that's well, I was the Isaac mistake. of your life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then he, then so he does have the first. Uh, he asks Dexter for help straight mm-hmm. up, and then you're right. He does. He's in his house and basically forces him, saying he kidnapped Hannah and everything, mm-hmm. and. There was an interesting line here that they they reuse later in the episode where they say, uh, let's see, where is it? I hate it when I have so many no's. I'd be dead by now. Yeah. And Isaac uses it on or on Dexter, and he's like, if I if you really didn't care about Hannah, then I'd be dead by now. Mm-hmm. And then later in the episode, we have uh, we have Dexter use it against uh, against Isaac. Well, if you didn't believe that you're to fault, then I'd be dead by now. Mm-hmm, so that's right. kind of an interesting, like they, in this episode, especially they really draw the beginning to the end, complete full circle with Dexter. It opens up with Dexter on the boat with Hannah talking about fears and how she is, uh, afraid of water because of her relationship with her parents. But then the rough water is on the boat and how she's afraid of everything. And then at the end of the episode, we come into Dexter's driving Isaac out, and it's more peaceful. He's not afraid. It's more of a solemn moment of almost camaraderie. Like, did you feel that at all, too? Well, I took it as, you know, he's 
wanting to go out there to be with Victor and be, you know, that's where his dying wish. And so, mm. yeah, I definitely, I did feel it was camaraderie. I felt like it was like um, a real moment of him, you know, kind of granting his, his last wish. And then I, you know, I mean, obviously them both being in similar, similar, similar characters. And I think him trying to help um, Isaac, trying to help Dexter have some sort of a a real life or be able to experience something beyond just the killing and the you know and the hatred and so trying to get Dex to open up and realize that he needs to tell Hannah things he needs if he ever wants to have you know any sort of real, connection yeah connection with people in his life yeah I found that to be a little bit not believable actually as a moment because this is you know these are Isaac's final moments and I don't know that he would be. I don't know, trying to make Dexter a better person <laughs> it was like as he's dying. I Maybe. I don't know. But uh, I, I didn't fully buy that moment. Well, what I kind of got from it was uh, throughout, throughout their dealings in the episode, Isaac gets really irked when Dexter's on the phone and says, likewise. Yeah. And you, he's, phys- he's visibly upset by that because he, if he had one moment to talk to Victor again, the things he would say aside from likewise. And it kind of made me think that how alike they are is more than we think. I think that Victor, I mean, not Victor, I think that Isaac was somewhat on par with Dexter in his brutality in how he did things until he met Victor. And I feel like the, it's, it's a mutual relationship. Victor is to Isaac as Hannah is to Dexter who kind of bring them down to this base. And Isaac's kind of leading Dexter into what it could be because he sees he sees their him and Victor's relationship in them mm-hmm. to a point, and he he even says, um, uh, uh, "I totally lost my train of thought." But like it's it's just it's kind it's very sad because he, he I felt that they uh, at the end it was believable for the one reason that you got to accept that Isaac accepts that it's his fault that Victor died. If if Isaac didn't accept that it's his fault Victor died, then the, then the last scene does not seem believable at all because then it would still have kind of an animosity towards Dexter and it wouldn't be the same. Well, Isaac did see a lot of himself in Dexter and he said, I don't know if this is where you were going with it, but he said, there's hope for you yet Mm -hmm. that, uh, that because he used to be so much like Dexter, just very detached and, and then everything changed with Victor. And so maybe things could change for Dexter with Hannah. And so when he does go to see Hannah in the hospital, he opens up to her and, and says that, you know, there were these two times that I've been that afraid, you know, once when I saw my mother murdered and these past few days when I thought I might never see you again. And I don't know, like, was it just me or did, like, Hannah, <laughs> it looked like Hannah just totally, like, kind of got, like, all right, buddy, like, yeah, it, now it's it getting seemed, weird. It <laughs> seemed like stage five clinger. Get yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that at all. Oh, um, really? No, I, I, I no, I kind of thought she was like, oh, finally, you know, like she, she says, like, that wasn't that hard, was it? You know, I, I don't know, I, I thought she was happy to hear what he had to, like. Well, that wasn't that hard, was it? And then he keeps going on, and then she's kind of like, uh. Uh, and then he says safe and then she's like oh okay yeah. i don't know it was it was it was the facial expressions i don't know if it threw mm-hmm. somebody some people off mm-hmm. it definitely threw me off cuz i got the exact same kind mm-hmm. of feeling you got anna yeah um but we do have a very interesting little side arc it felt so much like burn notice i don't know if you guys don't watch it but it mm-hmm. really felt like burn notice when isaac was telling them all about the guys and doing the whole teaming together thing i mean dexter he's being blackmailed to kill two guys that are against Isaac, of course. So the the scene where he's just at the gun range, I'm wondering what's going to happen. This whole time I'm watching this scene, yeah, the guy's firing, he's shooting it into this uh, this body uh, 
paper thing, uh, the, the target. And Dexter just slowly goes down, and then it mm-hmm. just shows the, uh, it shows the crosshair, and it jerks up a bit. And then he's like, and there's like mm-hmm. a knife sticking out of his chest. And I'm like, what? Yeah. That just happened. Right day, yeah. Right day, like, mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. just happened. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if there's anything about Dexter being sloppy, I mean, now is the time to scream it to the to the rooftops. Like, seriously. Yeah. When I saw that, like, first they showed a wide scene and he was kind of like above. You always thought, well, if he did have a gun, he could just kind of lean over. Well, <laughs> you thought, know, and you couldn't shoot him. Guns like aren't his with style, the, though. Right, exactly. So then my, in my brain, I'm thinking, no, he wouldn't do that. And it's a daylight. He's still just kind of feeling him out, you know. Gonna yeah, get I thought maybe he was going to follow him. Like, yeah. yeah. I thought it'd be M99. I thought the guy would throw off his aim and be like, oh, and fall asleep uh, in right. 99 kind of style. I mean, it's a shooting range. That's uh, Where do you think they're going to have cameras? Right. Like, really? Like, give everyone <laughs> guns, and if Dexter can show up and sign a false name and just... I, right. That wasn't yeah. too smart. That was sloppy. That was <laughs> Super whatever. Super sloppy. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to... Uh, then they're trying to find the other guy, and he, of course, is going to be on the defensive because he just killed uh, Oleg. Oleg Mikage. And then, uh, so they devise a plan to make Dexter the, the bait. They're going to lead the... Uh, Caff- Grant- Caffrey? Yeah, Benjamin Caffrey to Isaac, so Isaac can take him out by using Dexter as a bait. And George kind of falls right into that plan by saying, uh, oh, I know, he was after Morgan. Go after Dexter Morgan. So predictable. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it, we open up this new small arc with the uh, phantom arsonist who leaves no... Like, the only trail he has is that there's a spot that's not burned around mm-hmm. a body that's burned. And we started that earlier with, uh, with uh, what was her name? She was on our show. She did a nice little line, nice little opening sequence. I feel so bad. Oh, 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 oh. Are you talking? I'm sorry. Um, are you talking about uh, Dana? Dana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. She had a nice little opening sequence with this new, uh, with this new arc with the murderer, and then uh, Dexter finds the other murderer in the elevator. His parents, his name's Bobby. We'll go into that later. But then he follow, he leaves the uh, crime scene with uh, with Benjamin chasing him, and he's like, "Do we have any reason to go to the docks?" So Benjamin knows that Isaac's at the docks pretty much at this point because he thinks Isaac's leading Dexter there to kill Dexter. Mm-hmm. He gets him to the end and. About six shots later, Benjamin Caffrey is no longer a problem on Dexter's plate anymore. And Dexter, I, I honestly think he thought Isaac was just going to shoot him. Yeah, I think there was a moment when he thought so, too. I mean, it was just, he was kind of staying like, oh, what the hell's going on? Like, am I going to have to kill this guy myself? So then he takes him out, and then they have a nice little friendly moment of, okay, you toss your gun over. Okay, I'll toss one. <laughs> huh, you gonna do it? Well, they push uh, the body uh, over together. And yeah. They, yeah, it was real teamwork. <laughs> and... I was kind of sad when George shows up and just shoots I Isaac. Too. I mean, I was too because I'm not a George fan. He's a douche, and you yeah, know? yeah. So I was like, George's I don't want to. Yeah, so really to have Isaac take, I think, taken out by him by was a douche. Like, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just like, no, come on. I at least wanted somebody better, or even you know, Something. even if it ended up being Dexter somehow in a twist, having to do it or whatever. I just didn't want it to be stupid George. Do you yeah. think <laughs> stupid George? Yeah, stupid, <laughs> stupid George. I'm gonna love him and call him and call him George. Do you think that Dexter's gonna take revenge on George? He better. I hope so. I do too. Yeah. I mean, even he said the friend of my enemy is my f- or the f- the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but not in this case per se. I mean, I still think that the enemy of his 
frenemy is now his enemy so he can go kill George because I don't like George. And Yeah, and when he talked about having the other grave, digging two graves, I don't remember the exact yeah. quote, but yeah, it's like, oh, I was hoping, I'm like, oh good, maybe that grave will be for George. And if there's any way they're going to get through this season without Quinn dying, it's going to be Dexter <laughs> taking out George. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good point. Because Twin is digging himself such a deep hole with these bullcrap. And George yeah. slept with Nadia. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Quinn is in way over his head. He's, <laughs> yeah. This is way too much for Quinn to handle by himself. But do you guys have anything else about Isaac and Dexter like to talk about before we move into some Dexter Hannah loveliness? I don't think I don't think so. Uh, I mean, we can probably put this in either category, but I'm just uh, well. Let's let's just put it in the Hannah category. Never mind. Are you sure? I miss George. I miss George. No, you know, yeah. you miss Isaac. Yeah, I miss Isaac. I'm sorry. I hate George. I hate George. I miss Isaac. Sorry. So Dexter and Hannah, it it opened the episode opens, of course, with them on the boat, and she's talking about why she fears the water so much, and it's because she didn't have a very good relationship with her parents. Her dad shoved her in a pool and would not let the mom come save her, and the person who had to save her was somebody on a boat nearby who heard her scream, heard her mom screaming. So that's kind of like a very distrust of her dad, and even a distrust of men, which could have led to her propriety in murder to mm-hmm. say because she murders well she's murdered women but she kind of she murdered her husband for for i don't know whatever yeah whatever <laughs> not even gonna go it into just that have mental- led to her issues yeah. yeah it led to issues there we go and uh so she dexter will not really say how he feels about her he's really reluctant to say anything because at the same time he doesn't really want to pull in another Rita and he talks about Rita in this episode and you never you don't really realize how much he really loves Rita and this episode kind of puts that in concrete like how much he actually really loved Rita because I don't see I don't see how he couldn't have because the way the way he describes his love for Hannah is completely different but at the same time the way he describes his guilt over Rita dying comparatively to Victor dying is I mean God, he loved her. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've always kind of known that, I mean, how much he really loved Rita. And, and I felt like the other women that he's been with or have had in, in the episodes, just n- none of them were at the level or the uh, of Rita. Well, I think um, before Rita died, um, Dexter was still really believing. He was, like, very much under Harry's law. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Harry really conditioned him to think he was a monster and so he really didn't think that he was capable of things like Mm -hmm. love and I think it's only been in the last few seasons that he has started to think well maybe I am capable of human emotion and so I think before Rita died he was never he would never think that he could love or never Mm -hmm. allow himself to think those things Mm -hmm. that he could just sort of go through the motions Uh, and Rita was at least accepting of him and he felt comfortable with her so it might be something that he realizes now. Oh, yeah. well, I really loved her. So, like in hindsight, mm-hmm. he's just like, wait a second, like that was love. Yeah. Notice the comparisons between uh, the comparisons and the different, different differentiations. Uh, yes, differentiations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting tongue twisted. I'm not used to hosting, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And um, he uh, look at Isaac and look at Harry. Harry is the one telling him, "You're a monster. You can't love." And then we have Isaac, who is a monster, to, per se, telling Dexter, yes, you kill people, but you have to partake in the love. You have to accept the love. Otherwise, you're never going to live. And there was an interesting line that Dexter says uh, 
earlier in here and when he's when he's talking about Rita and talking about his love for Hannah and how Hannah is a murderer. Yes, of course. But he says, I just am. I fear that my human side will push her away. Hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting because he's trying to be more human by loving her. But at the same time, does he view her only as a murderer then if he's if he fears his human side's going to push her away? Well, he says that he feels safe with her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I know. I, I guess I took it more as it's just like your fears of when you're, you know, of opening yourself up and like, you know, we all have things that we don't like about ourselves and things we try to sometimes hide from other people. And I think when you're starting a relationship with somebody, it's like maybe you don't want all, to show all those cards because you're afraid, oh, if they know this about me or this about me, then they're they're not going to like that or I'm going to turn them away <laughs> sure. or, you know, so I, I think maybe he's processing some of the, those things as well. Here's my cards. I'm going to show you. I, I have a. I have a. I don't like to walk dog cards, and I have a. I'm a murderer card. Let me show you this one. I'm afraid that you're going to not like that. I don't like to walk dogs. Let me just show you. I'm a murderer. I don't know. It's. Wasn't, wasn't there a, a game show baggage? Do you remember? Uh huh. Uh-uh. You had like three different kinds of baggage, and like. It got into, like, degrees of, like, what the baggage was. Whatever. Okay, anyway, okay. Like, <laughs> and what they put up with. Or what yeah, they exactly. And, like, people get, got eliminated by rounds, so murder <laughs> would be in there. Yeah. So, murder people. So finally we have, uh, we have the whole climax of... Condoms. <laughs> Somebody said that once. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of those, we have the whole climax of the whole <laughs> Hannah experience with Yurg, because Yurg has kidnapped Hannah and been holding her, and she offers to make some amazing green tomatoes that my, my Grammy taught me how to make. Are you doing an accent right now? <laughs> uh, my Grammy taught me how to make some green tomatoes. And uh, so he, he it's funny, because he actually does go out and pick the tomatoes, like, Okay, so he, she makes him some uh, green tomatoes. I don't know what she put in it. Maybe it maybe it was just pepper, because she says like she always did make him a little too peppery, and he was only just choking on like something spicy. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be a poison. And then she bashes him over the head with uh, the coffee pitcher or something. Lamp. And then no, the lamp's next. Oh. First is like a blender. Oh yeah, that's right. That's blender. Right. There was a blender. Yeah. yeah. And then she gets stabbed. Which is really quick. You almost don't catch it when when they're in the mm-hmm. scuffle. It's you just, just hear it. You just like, heard it. Uh-huh. And then like uh, then she's trying to run away. It's very very believable with the whole because he's he's a big guy mm-hmm. and he's got a knife in his hand. So she tries to get away. He pulls him back by the chain. She grabs the lamp. Finally, smashes it over his head. And then she's trying to get the key that's just out of reach. Movie cliche. And then she passes out on the ground, only for Deb to discover her later and Deb to actually save her. And I saw a very Go ahead. I saw a very big. If if any of you are Breaking Bad fans, mm-hmm. yes, seeing the scene where Walter leaves Jesse's girlfriend to die. Uh, spoiler alert! If you haven't watched Breaking Bad, <laughs> sorry. Spoiler alert. Okay, yeah, and just <laughs> if they haven't seen it by now, they deserve to get spoiled. Thank you, Martin. Okay. So I haven't seen it. Oh <laughs> no! Oh. <laughs> Walter leaves Jesse's girlfriend to overdose while she's vomiting mm-hmm. so she can do it. I he almost it, yeah. I almost felt like Deb was going to do that. And it kind of ruined it for me having seen Instagram pictures beforehand of episodes coming after this. And I spoiled it for myself that I knew she was going to live. And that kind of ruined it for me. But I still thought for a second that Deb was going to just mm-hmm. leave her there and call for, just call for, call for uh, the... What back is it called? Up, whatever. Back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people who inspect dead bodies, whatever. And uh, 
so yeah, that's so, kind of a big big move for Deb because she absolutely she hates, hates Hannah. Yeah. Well, here's this is what I was going to bring up before, uh, but decided to leave it for Hannah's section. Uh, how is it that Yurg? I mean, do we know that Yurg is dead at this point? So that wasn't really touched on. And I just find it hard to believe, unless Hannah did poison him, that he died from a blow to the head, but she did not die from a stab wound. Well, yeah, I guess they really didn't say, did they? No. But I, I assumed he was dead. I assumed he was, just because were. the amount of blood coming out of his head area and how Deb was... Yeah, questioning at the Questioning the at the hospital. thing like it was a murder. Like, it was mm-hmm. self-defense. It was self-defense. Yeah. They wouldn't be right. talking about... Like an assault as self-defense if literally she's tied up with chains with a guy in the same room as her. A murder would be more of a talk for self-defense. But then Deb, uh, Dexter shows up to the hospital. We have this whole touching scene with Dexter and Hannah where we thought that Hannah was kind of like... Uh, yeah, put the brakes on this, buddy. Let's, yeah. yeah, we're not getting married yet. Yeah. I don't want John Lithgow at my house for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that kind of wraps up a little bit of Dexter and Hannah. You guys have anything else? No. no. All right. Well, let's go into Dexter and Deb. We only have a little bit of ex- Dexter and Deb, but it kind of fits a lot of what she's thinking into this. So the first conversation they have: Hey, Deb, can I talk to you? It is about how she kind of confessed her love to him. Just, you know, just kind of kind of confessed her love for him. Creepy. Yeah, it was kind of, it was an awkward conversation. And you notice that Deb always think, I mean, Dexter, every time he talks about it, he says, of course you think you're in love with me. Yeah. Of course you think you're in love with me. It's logical. It's, if there's anything you know, Dexter, it's that love is not logical in this show. Who do you think you're dating right now? I mean. Well, I, I mean, that's, that's real life, too. Love isn't logical. It's. It isn't logical. No. Yeah, it's calling it logical and speaking to your sister who just confessed her love to you and doesn't want to talk about it is not logical. Sorry, Dexter. Yeah, yeah and I, but I do think all of the, the tone that he's doing it, too, is more aggravating to, to yeah. her because it's like, yeah. like you said, you, I, well, you think you're in love with him. No, she's, she's pretty certain that she's yeah. in love with him, you know? And, yeah. and the fact that he kind of dismisses it and also compares it to his love for Eminem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a little tough one. Yeah. Like, Deb, your love is like a chocolate-coated peanut center. <laughs> yeah. It's like, logical. Uh, <laughs> oh. So we have that conversation. The next time he talks to Deb, he's asking for a favor. He doesn't He doesn't just be like, hey, Deb, can you do this for me? He asks for a favor. Well, and also, let's go back just a second. And then also, before the conversation is even done, he's texting yeah. Hannah during the middle of, you know, where she just walks off then. Because it's like she knows who's he's, who he's texting. So, you know. Well, even then, you, you look at the text, put it back in your pocket. Right, you don't do answer it, it right there in front of Deb while you're right. talking about her being in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can say likewise to Deb, but don't say it to Hannah because you actually have feelings for yeah. Hannah. So, uh, yeah. So then he asks Deb for a favor to take the tail off, uh, take take the police escorts basically off of Isaac. And she thinks that he's going to just let Isaac or let the guys kill Isaac mm-hmm. when it's complete opposite. And she is kind of pissed off that he's going to help him because of Hannah. And she does not want to help him because of that. But he says, uh, this is the f- one of the first times you see Dexter really being adamant towards Deb about his feelings for Hannah, where she says, why don't we just let her die, blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, why does, why does it even, why do I even care? And he says, because I do. And that's kind of powerful, because Dexter mm-hmm. never really stands up to Deb too often. And this is one of the few things he is. He's really putting himself out there for Hannah, and he doesn't even know her that well. 
Okay. Not that I don't like her, but I mean, he's really he's really going out on a limb for this chick. Just, yeah. I mean, she is hot, but. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think their their relationship hasn't developed like that far for him to really be going. Yeah. All, all you know, kind of like we said with Quinn and the, you know, and Nadia. And Nadia. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a time to date a serial killer, and there's a time not to date a serial yeah. killer. When. Uh, your wife died a year ago, your kids are in town, there's a guy trying to kill you, and right. your sister just confessed your love for you. This is not a good time yeah. to date a serial killer. <laughs> and I don't know, it's... I, I kind of feel like he didn't do it all for Hannah, though. I, I think that a part of him just wanted to team up with Isaac, and he was intrigued by him, and and I think using Hannah was... I don't... I, I See, I'm not totally sold on their relationship either but maybe mm-hmm. it just hasn't been enough time for me but yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah i think that isaac was part of it yeah it, it wouldn't be enough for him to just be like yeah okay i'll go along with this <laughs> so yeah having hannah in the mix was just helped him agree so we get a we get a little foreboding um sorry foreboding in conversation with uh, deb and dexter in the car when she says i mean mostly she kind of Lays it on the line, like how she's feeling at the moment. But what I, what really took away was the last line where she says, "You better, if you don't listen to me any time at all, listen to me now when I say she's a killer. You'll never be safe with her." Mm-hmm. Which, God, Dexter, thanks for having the last line be. I feel safe. <laughs> oh, good call. That's yeah. just Deb. F you. Hey, Deb, F you. Like, that's kind of what he kind of did just then. And, yeah, that's a little bit, that's a little bit, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of Deb and Dex from now on just because they don't have to focus as much on Isaac. But, I mean, I I feel like Deb is, Deb is going down a slippery slope right now with her depression because, as she said, she wakes up in the morning, she only has one moment where she feels like everything steaks and beers. (laughs) <laughs> That's such a dead thing to say, too. Everything stakes and beers, Dexter. And now and then when she blinks, it's gone. And she realizes that she's in love with her brother. Her brother's a psychopath murderer. And, like, all this thing's going on. And she has to take a Xanax a night just to get the next date, just for that one fleeting moment where she blinks and it's all gone again. Yeah. And I feel like Deb's going to go down a pretty self-destructive path in the future. I think she actually might be making a bit of a turn. Because, like, at the end when she talked about, I'm going to start doing things for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that instead of taking a bad turn I'm, I'm hoping she gets like stronger and she's like you know kind of fed up with fine Dex if you want to if you want to date a serial killer and you're like she warned you're not going to be safe I kind of feel like maybe she'll start stepping up more like um, I mean kind of letting it go and letting him go and make his mistakes with Hannah and, and like it looks like it in probably some really bad situations but I'm I, I hope she kind of lets go of the like she's not going to be pining after him she's not going to be getting super depressed that she'll go and Go back with Quinn. I know. I, I think I think those two crazy kids really have a chance. Yeah, me too. Really Let's do. get them back together. Quinn's missing her home cooking. <laughs> what was that face? His skinny face. His skinny face. Oh, oh, I see. Grab yeah. our new food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. I, I hope you're right, and that would be the only way for. Uh, for LaGuerta not to connect the two of them together is if Deb takes a step back now before it gets too far into it. Be like, if she finds out about Dexter then maybe Deb won't be so close to the 
to the nuclear blast that emerges from that that she won't be affected by it as much. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. But, yeah, that's that's a little bit into Deb. We'll be getting probably more into it, especially because we have the holiday episodes coming up, and they always like to delve deep into family on those. <laughs> but speaking of family and holidays, um, here at AfterBuzz TV, we like to do... All of our uh, all of our shows on iTunes, and you can listen to them. You can subscribe. You can rate them five stars. All you have to do is load up your little iTunes machine on your whatever computer you got. Your iTunes, your iTunes, iTunes machine. machine. <laughs> yes, and uh, you go into that little search bar and you put AfterBuzz Dexter, and we're going to be the first one that pops up. Just click that. Click five stars, write a little comment, whether you think we're good looking, whether you think we're ugly, whether you think our shows are awesome, or whether you think our shows are actually really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And we do read all the comments, so we do appreciate them. And come on, guys, we need to get back up to five stars, because you know what? Next season, we're going to have to be right back up here for doing another Dexter After Show with the last season of Dexter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And tell a friend. Yeah, Yeah. tell, tell a few friends. Yeah. Co-workers, whoever. Unless you're like Dexter and you've killed most of your friends, mm-hmm. just post it on a forum somewhere. I mean, <laughs> just put it somewhere so people see it. But, uh, yeah, getting back to it, let's go into this new arc. Well, this b- slowly, slowly, slowly building crescendo of an arc that started with just a small clip of LaGuerta finding a glass slide that has emerged into her doing her own private investigation, looking through different records, talking to Deb. And now that Deb's out... She is going to Matthews, which is the last person on Earth who probably wants to see her at this point. And it's evidenced so by the fact that he says everything to LaGuerta in this episode that we as the viewer wish we could. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The first thing he says to her is, Tokyo's that way. I think they're missing Godzilla or something like that. Uh, Yeah, he basically just calls her Godzilla. And then he says, you have by the end of my drink to finish what you're talking about. And what we what we now know about Matthews that we didn't know before is that he was so close to his 40-year pension was nine months. So LaGuerta literally screwed him out of living comfortably mm-hmm. for his long career that he worked all his life for. Yeah. So the animosity there has to be tremendous. Yeah. For him to even consider giving her information, like, she's got to be up his ass for years. I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I like Matthews. I do like Matthews. Yeah, I do too. too. Mm -hmm. Because he was the Mm anti-LaGuerta. And he put Deb where she is today. And I like him. And I also like that he says everything I wish I could. And let's see here. Um, So he basically tells her to F off. He says, if I knew you were coming by, I'd have made it a double. Mm -hmm. Because he would need more than one drink just to deal with her attitude and her bad cop work. He also makes Mm -hmm. a snide remark about, oh, you're actually doing cop work. Yeah. Because she's never done that before. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we see her uh, come back at a restaurant. Was it it Batista? It wasn't Batista's restaurant, was it? No, she was just stopping for coffee. Stopping for coffee. And uh, he says that if he can reinstate her, support his reinstatement, that he will help her and give her all the information about the interesting names and interesting stuff he knows about the Bay Harbor butcher case. And about people, yeah, about, about people, people on who the have list. boats, yeah, people on the boat list. Well, that was another thing too. I, I wrote down that as one of my favorite quotes when he was when she was like, "I have a list of all the police officers who have a boat," and it's like, "Oh, I'm on it too." Are you fucking kidding yeah. me, Maria? <laughs> it was a great delivery on that line. <laughs> yeah, you can just. 
taste the disdain as he walks walks around. So we have that kind of storyline going, and it really only gave us that much that they are talking. And then we see a little bit of our scenes from next week where Dexter's name is brought up. And mm-hmm. that kind of... We're on episode nine. We have three episodes to go, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm worried that they're going to leave us on a cliffhanger. Well, that's their job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I feel a big cliffhanger coming through this season. Huge song. cliffhanger. Like, <laughs> it's what was, gotta be. I mean, season six cliffhanger. Dexter? Yeah. You're killing someone? <laughs> I can't imagine how they're going to top that with this one. They're going to be like, it's going to basically probably be LaGuardia like, Dexter is the Bay Harbor Butcher. Like it's gonna, it's gotta yeah. be something that big for people to be like, oh my god, what's next season gonna have? Well, yeah. it's gotta be huge because everything that they've wrapped up so neatly already. I mean, it's gotta be huge. Mm-hmm. I feel like Isaac should have had a season to himself. I know. Yeah, I wanted him to be. Yeah, guys, I'm sorry. Said this. We, <laughs> we already missed him. Not George. <laughs> we Isaac. Need, we need. To, we need to name this like the Isaac Afterbuzz <laughs> podcast because we just. Yeah. He's such a great character. Let's start a fan club. He can come join us here now. Ray though, Stevenson, please join us at <laughs> yes, Afterbuzz TV. Love to have you. This is your shout out at 36 <laughs> minutes into the show, and I will tweet you about this 36 <laughs> minute into the show. Shout out. Um, but yeah, and then we have a little bit of Quinn and George. George. Mm-hmm. Hello, George. And what? <laughs> of mice and men. Come on. And so George is trying to reach Quinn. I believe that uh, I believe he's trying to get in touch with Quinn to try to find out what Dexter is to begin with. And then when uh, he pulls aside Nadia and says, your boyfriend's making me have a pretty bad day. And you don't actually know what happened. Like, I honestly didn't know what was going to happen until Quinn comes in. And she's, like, very doesn't want to talk about it, doesn't want to talk about it. I'm thinking, oh, I totally knew. Oh, I knew, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I was oblivious. I guess I'm just thick, thick-headed today. But, yeah. And then when he says, uh, you slept with Nadia? Like, oh, I was like, oh, man. Quinn, it's about to get real. Yeah. And it got real. He threw him through a mirror. <laughs> yeah. He threw this guy through a mirror and beat the living crap out of him. Yeah, numerous times. Here's the thing, though, Quinn. It's like there's always going to be another stripper, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, let this one go. She's causing you too much trouble. That's what bothers me about it. We said this, I think, from the first time they introduced the storyline. It's like, really, Quinn? I mean, come on. There's, yeah, like you said, there's plenty. There's like 10 more that look just like her. Yeah. (laughs) Same room, you know, standing there topless. Grab another one. And yeah, I just feel like... And gra- in fact, take 10 days aside and grab each one each day. I mean, come on. And yeah, I feel just, like go to a different room. You yeah. went there for like a shakedown, you know? Yeah. Like, go somewhere else. This isn't the best place to meet a lady. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. And beating, beating the living sh- out of the guy who is giving him money against the police yeah. and has a recording of him tampering with freaking evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Quinn, you're a moron. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you say, just you try, because you try to look badass, leaving. Consider this her notice. Yeah, yeah, really. Consider this your notice. You're probably not going to last another two weeks on Dexter. I think you're right on that one. I think you really. Do, I know we're not doing predictions yet, but they're going to save him for the. Be. If they kill him, they're going to save him for the finale. I guarantee you that. But yeah, that's that's a, that's what happened with Quinn and George. Uh, Batista, we hear a little bit. He has seven seven things wrong with his restaurant. Uh, they say he's got to get it fixed in the next seven days. They're going to shut him down. And then they find out it's mold later in the restaurant. I really wonder how they're going to bring this in. I think that in the next season, his restaurant's going to be burned down by the Phantom Arsonist. I mean, that's just a really out-of-nowhere prediction, but, like, bringing the two lines together. And then 
Yeah, there we talked a little bit about the phantom arsonist, and he lit a car on fire, and Dexter kind of points out that the guy's an idiot and says, "Hey, there's this fire trail's different. There's a there's a phantom spot here. There's nothing that's burning," and he says, "Are you the blood guy?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right then, and walks yeah, away. Yeah. And then we see the name Bobby in the elevator after Dexter calls him out again, shuts the door, and apparently there's a guy who wears a fire retardant suit who pours accelerant on people, lights them on fire, and watches them. And the the guy who is the fire guy, a uh, fire deputy, whatever, he seemed like he had like seen. Creepo? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there. I think it's just blatant setup, though. I don't think that he's gonna be the guy just because. Yeah they're shoving it at you too much that he could be the guy it's just kind of like one of those i don't know and um yeah that's that's pretty much that's pretty much the episode we got through this Mm -hmm. pretty fast i probably just didn't let you guys talk enough (laughs) (laughs) that's how i feel fine (laughs) but we still have things to discuss we have lots of stuff to discuss speaking of lots of stuff talking of the scorcher too though if you want another funny good deadline how about the holy filet fuck when the guy yeah. was? That was my favorite dev of the... He's like, he's like of the and there's mean. a fire. Yeah, yeah, so sorry, I had to throw that one in there. Did you guys have any other uh, favorite quotes in the episode? Um, yeah, Matthew says, the only thing you'll get from me is a ride back to Cuba. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was a good one. Nice. Um, I'm going to tie everything in this episode together in my favorite line of the episode, which centers all around the fear and love. And I'll actually talk a little bit about that, too, because we have some time. This is um, this is Dexter to Isaac. This is the last one of the last things they say to each other. And he says, your feelings for him cost you everything. Was it worth it? Oh, God, yes. And that is the most foreboding thing that has ever been said on this show for Dexter because that literally to me was a translation your love for Hannah is going to cost you everything Dexter Mm. and that's that's exactly what I got from that I was like wow that's telling us that Dexter that's telling us that there's going to be an end to Dexter because of Hannah in this series a little bit little bit of foreboding Mm -hmm. there we'll see but yeah, like lots of lots of fear and love in this episode, and it makes me mm-hmm. sad because Dex- Deb's afraid of loving Dexter. Dexter's afraid of loving Hannah, yet he does. Hannah has a fear of water. <laughs> <laughs> totally tied that together. Yeah, nice, yeah. well done. <laughs> and Dexter has a boat. Uh, <laughs> I think I should need like a little pin board here with like threads going to each other. Hannah, water. Quinn, strippers. Deb, Xanax. And Isaac and Victor. But yeah, um, so you need to catch us this Wednesday. We're going to be doing an extra special podcast. And listeners, perk up because we have Amy Garcia coming into our AfterBuzz studios for an independent interview talking about her thoughts on the season what kind of what kind of what it's like working with the people on set what kind of projects she's currently working on and maybe maybe she'll be kind enough to give us a few hints at what's to come in the coming weeks because i know they've already filmed episodes 10 and 11 i believe they're finishing up 12 i think they've already finished it maybe but I'm seeing some spoiler pictures all over the net of like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. So it's going to be a really interesting interview. We're going to be doing it live at 5 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday. And 
I believe I will be here and Sean will be here. I hope you guys can somehow join us. I know that we were, it's very difficult to schedule people in the middle of the week because everybody's so busy. But we really hope that you tune in for that. And then we're trying to get some special guests coming up for you on the coming weeks. I know, uh, was it December 9th you said? I think December 9th David Mack is coming. And David Mack, of course, is the illustrator for Dexter Early Cuts. The wonderful artist. He's really talented. So we should definitely be looking forward to that as well. And yeah, that's 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 our teaser. So definitely tune in and that will also be on our Dexter podcast. Let's go in to some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So I know you have a little bit of news for us. I just have one. Um, TV Line has made Jennifer Carpenter the performer of the week. Ooh, so for this right. week for her performance last in the last episode. Totally agree. Um, yeah, like she was fantastic. And we talked about it a lot on our podcast. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. That So I'll just quote what they said. They said that she flawlessly expressed her character's rage, shame, and disgust in a balls-to-the-wall performance. Which I thought was I like pretty that. right on. Yeah. And then it also said it was a sensational showcase for an actress who is already enjoying the kind of season Emmy campaigns are tailor-made for. So if we want to do a little prediction, maybe she'll get a little Emmy nod, which would be awesome to see. Yeah, I'd support that. Yeah. Definitely. I'd like that. I think Ray Ray needs one, too. (laughs) Yeah. Give, Give Isaac an Emmy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I don't have too much news and gossip. I mean, you, if you're uh, if you're uh, subscribed to uh, Dexter fans on Twitter, they show a lot of little things about what's coming up in the series and what's coming up pictures wise. So we see um, it's not too much of a spoiler. Dexter kind of Dexter introduces Hannah to his family over Thanksgiving dinner. So we're gonna see a very interesting family. Uh, relationship going on because I think Deb might be there and having Deb with the family at dinner that's kind of that's got to be some very condescending overtones going on at that dinner (laughs) and lots of cursing yeah I can't (laughs) I can't wait for Deb to use the F word in the same sentence as turkey or stuffing or something like that because I'm looking forward I think that's kind of why I want to see her win the Emmy too because I would just like to see her get up there and just drop F bombs (laughs) It'd be awesome speech. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, very good, Jennifer. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have anything? I yet? don't. All right. I don't have anything either. This week's been a slow week for Dexter. <laughs> but uh, let's go in. I know all of our predictions are going to be changed after this episode. So mm-hmm. let's go yeah. into some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. I just have one. I think that Dexter is going to kill Hannah's dad. <laughs> I'm, it's funny because that's I'm right there. Yeah, I thought that de- that Hannah's dad was going to end up being the um, what's the new killer's name? The Phantom um, Arsonist. Yeah, Phantom Arsonist, oh. and then that de- that Dex would kill him. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think that Dex kills George. I think that Hannah's dad George. comes down. <laughs> and his dad comes down for Thanksgiving. I think that's going to be what's next episode. And uh, I don't think her dad dies. I think it's just one of those, like, she's got a, a messed up relationship with him. But she, if, if she wanted him dead, she would have killed him already, is how I feel. And I don't know. It's really getting interesting. I still think that, I still think that Deb could quite possibly die by the end of the season. Hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weighing on me. It's weighing on me. It's weighing on me. 
I think what why I think kind of with it, um, he's going to kill her dad is because I think that's where some of the conflict with them is going to come in between. Because she said some line in the trailer, and I didn't get to write it down, but it kind of was foreshadowing to me that she's questioning his need to kill everybody, and that that's that was going to be one of the triggers. I think, I think she just said, "You don't need to kill." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was it. <laughs> it's a pretty simple line. Yeah, it's she delivers it flawlessly. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's pretty much all for predictions. Yep. Yep. I mean, everything had a center around Isaac and how diabolically yeah. mastermindful he will be and how we'll he's not going you, to Isaac. die. I miss you already. Yeah. I'm Can sad. we have a moment of silence yes. for Isaac? All right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> See you on your next series, Ray Stevenson. All right. That's uh, well. I'm. You can follow yeah, me sorry. if you'd like to. I'm on a couple, and you can follow me at Couple for Mayor K O P P E L F O R M A Y O R, and I'm at JJ Jurgens, or my website's jjjurgens.com. You can find me at Stephen Lemieux. That's at S T E P H E N L E M I E U X. Yep. That. Yeah. All right. All Thank right. you. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, From guys. Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 